Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Okay, bismillah. Okay, so yesterday we began the chapter of Babul Yaqeen wa Tawakkul, the chapter of uh, certainty and uh, dependence or reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, and we talked about how these two things are connected, but I wanted to share some of the words of Sheikh uh, Najmuddin uh, al-Maqdasi. Um, he talks about this concept of tawakkul, which we all translate as tawakkul, uh, reliance or trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he says that, and this is based off Ihya al-Umadeen, so he's taking Imam Ghazali's works and he's kind of condensing it down. So it's actually Imam Ghazali's works, but nonetheless he writes, so he says that tawakkul is a, an expression that refers to the reliance of the heart upon the one that it trusts. وَلَا الْإِنسَانَ عَلَىٰ غَيْرِهِ إِلَّا إِذَا كَانَ فِيهِ أَشْيَاءٍ A person will never rely on someone else until they believe that that person or that entity, that business, whatever, that corporation has three things inside of it. He says, number one, shafqa. Shafqa is a term which means love, but it actually means kind of like um, care for me. Like you have my best interest in mind. That's what shafqa is, uh, best interest in mind. Second quality is quwa, that the person or the corporation or the entity, whatever, has the power to actually do what it needs to do. And number three is hidayah. It knows how to do the right job, right? Because sometimes you can know how to do it, but you don't have the power to do it. Right? Or you can have the power but not have the knowledge. Or you can have both of those things, but you don't really look for my best interest. You don't really care about my best interest. That's not your primary concern. Right? Your primary concern is, I don't know, corporation gains or whatever it may be. So he's like, in order for you to have tawakkul on something or someone, they have, it has to have these three things in it. Number one was uh, my best interest in mind. Number two, uh, the ability to do what it needs to do and the knowledge of knowing how to do what it needs to do. Those three things, if they're there, then your heart can rest assured, like you're, you're fine, you'll completely trust on that person or whatever it may be. He goes, فَقِسْ عَلَيْهِ أَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ So if you look at this now, and we all understand these three things, now we just now have to look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When it comes to shafqa, I mean, who was taking care of you before your mother was cognizant that she was taking care of you, right? <laughs> SubhanAllah. Who, and then after she was cognizant, who was putting that love in her heart, right? Just constantly, constantly nourishing you, taking care of you, right? And then when you came into the world, who put that love in her heart or your father's heart or your grandparents' heart to love you and take care of you and take you to a baseball games and stuff? I don't know. Like, who, who is the one that do that? That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placing that love for you. And then you look at the power of Allah throughout the Quran, all Ramadan. In ala kulli shay'in qadir, the power of God. We're reminded the power of God. Look at the creation. Remember the power of God. And then the knowledge. I mean, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge. What, what is outside of his knowledge? Nothing. 
So when we look at these three qualities and then we really sit back and we think, why am I not trusting on God? Then that's why the verse of the Quran says, The Quran says, like, a person would say, why shouldn't I trust on a God? Like, give me a reason not to. Because all the reasons to trust on Him are there. So, so this is what he says. He says, now the problem is, he says, this is important now. He says, now, if you, if you realize that Allah has these three qualities, but you're still not trusting, it's, he says, it's because of the cause of it is one of two things. He says, number one, okay, it's because you have a weak uh, certainty regarding one of these three qualities regarding God. Right now, I think also that some of us have trust issues just because of the way we were raised as well. Right? If a lot of times we were let down, then those figures I just named, if I just named, I said your mother, and you're like, yo, bro, yo, we got to talk after, after Fajr, bro. You know what I mean? Or if I mention your dad, and you're like, bro, we need to talk, right? Because there's some issues there. I mean, I, I think we understand from a psychological perspective, attachment theory teaches us that it may be difficult for you to form those healthy relationships if they weren't formed early on with you, right? And so I think sometimes it's, we have some unpacking to do. Why can't I trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Well, maybe it's because you weren't able to trust as a child in the people that you were supposed to trust on, right? Because maybe they weren't there or whatever it may be. So um, I think a lot of us have, especially in these last 10 days of Ramadan, I mean, that's the idea of seclusion. And that's the idea of these last 10 days are, are days of seclusion. We don't have any other time in the year where it's recommended to just cut yourself off from society. There's no other time of the year. This is the only time of the year where you're recommended. Just, you know what? Step away from people for a bit and connect to yourself. And connecting to yourself is about learning why can't I trust? What's in there in, inside of me? What's stopping me from trusting in Allah when I know He has all these qualities? So He says, if you can't trust, it's either because, number one, you have a lack of certainty in these qualities of God. So you need to build your confidence in these qualities of God, realizing He has love for you, realizing He has power, realizing He has knowledge. And number two, He says, the second reason you may not be able to have yaqeen as he says, the other is just weakness of the heart. He goes, everyone has, a, has weakness of the heart. Imam Ghazali says, look. <laughs> he uses a funny example. He goes, look, if there was a corpse like, like laying dead in your room, and you know this is a corpse, it can't do anything. It's dead. It has no life in it. But you would still be really scared to sleep there. right? You'd still be like, you'd find something in your heart, like, I can't be in this room. That, and if someone's like, what rationally is wrong? There's, it's just... There's no life and it. it's not going to harm you. He goes, no, you'd naturally be, you know, kind of like put off and like scared. He says, hatta some people, he's like, even with the door is locked. This is his example. He says, hatta yakunu fil bayt wal babu mughlaq. A person is inside the house and the door is locked, but they're still scared to be in the home. When it's like, every, the alarm's on, the lock's on, everything's fine. Why are you worried? He's like, this is just weakness of the heart and you got to work on making your heart stronger then. There's nothing spiritually wrong. You just need 
to make your heart a bit stronger, right? Put your, like push yourself, make your heart a bit stronger. Um, so these are the, this is the guidance of Imam Ghazali on this topic is ab absolutely phenomenal uh, when you realize uh, the shafqa, the love that God has for us, the power of God and the knowledge of God. At that point, you realize, what, what am I worried about? Why am I worried? So let's look at a few hadith, or one or two hadith. Um, this was just important so that we understand um, the ideology behind um, tawakkul or reliance on God. Now this is a, a, a beautiful hadith. Umar ibn, uh, ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu, he says, قال, سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول, I heard the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم say, لو أنكم تتوكلون على الله حق توكله لرزقكم كما يرزق يرزق الطير يغدو خماسا ويتروه بطانا The Prophet ﷺ, he says, he says, if you were to truly trust in Allah, if you were to truly trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, لرزقكم حق توكله as you should. So the word حق توكله is like as you should do it. He would provide for you the same way he provides for birds. What does that mean? They leave from their nest in the morning with nothing, no food. And they come back. There's no storage, there's no fridge. I mean, squirrels, they bury stuff, right? But at least the birds, yo, there's no like storage. Every day is a tawakkul day, guys. Every single day is a new day. What am I going to eat today? Right? I, I got to live. Squirrels got less tawakkul, but bears probably have the least, maybe. I don't know. But, that, but, but birds, the birds are just like, yo, whatever's for today is for today. I'm good. God will take care of me. Now, so the hadith says birds go out empty without anything in their stomach, and they come back at night into the nest, and they're full. And the next day, they'll do the same thing. They just trust in God. So the, the law here of the hadith, like the first meaning of the hadith is like, stop worrying, stop worrying, just go out. Go out, trust in Allah, Allah will provide. And uh, the birds are your example. Every time you look at a bird now, you're like, man, I got this goals right here. Goals of like, and we got storage. We got people paying, storage is the best business you can get. Because everyone wants to hold on to and keep things and hold things. And the birds are like, yo, be free, yo. Be free. SubhanAllah. Now, there's something else about this hadith I think is pretty deep. You know how we go to work and we come back drained? We normally come back home, khimasan. We come back drained. Man, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I'm drained. Wallahu a'lam. But perhaps this hadith is teaching us another benefit of tawakkul, which is when you take all the stress off of you, you can come back from work still feeling refreshed. But when you put so much on you, every day you come back, you come back khimasan. You come back like, I'm done, I'm drained. Yeah, that's because maybe you were putting too much on you that you should have been saying, Ya Allah, you'll I know Allah will take care of this. So, Wallahu Alam, I've never heard that interpretation of this hadith. And it just dawned on me this morning looking at it again. That maybe, maybe taruhu bitanan could mean we come back from our work and we're not drained. You know what I'm saying? And by not putting all the too much on our heads, too much on our heart, that this is all for me to take care of. 
It's not for all for you to take care of. Guess what? If you died, tomorrow, someone's going to do your job. The business ain't going to crumble. It's going to go on. They'll hire somebody else. Your patients will be taken care of. Your clients will be taken care of. Your portfolio will be passed on to another, uh, you know, someone else. Things will go on. And we often think, like, if I'm not there, everything's going to fall apart. And that's not the case. That's not the case. That's not the case. So may Allah give us tawfiq to um, uh, be like the birds, inshallah ta'ala. Right? لَوْ أَنَّكُمْ تَتَوَكَّلُونَ عَلَى اللَّهِ حَقَّ تَوَكُّلِهِ if you had true trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you would uh, trust in Him the way the birds trust in Allah. They leave in the morning empty-bellied and they come back satiated. Um, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us this. Someone in the comments on Instagram, uh, they asked, uh, what are some things to make our heart stronger? Make our heart stronger. Um, in this chapter, there's a lot of du'as that are mentioned to read. I think those du'as or affirmations, we call them du'a or supplication, but they're truly affirmations. Those affirmations are there to help you strengthen your heart. So when you keep telling the heart something, it makes it stronger. And so I feel like that's one way to make the heart stronger if you have a weaker heart. Wallahu a'lam. Tayyib. Jazakallah khair. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us all. Subhanakallahu wa bihamdik and ashadu ala ila ila anna sakhri wa atubu ilayk. Subhanahu rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamu ala al-mursaneen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.